This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for choosing to listen to another episode of Making Her Magic, the podcast. I am your host, Amy Phillips, and today we are going to be chatting about how you're going to be doing a life check and how you can check in on yourself, your routines and your habits and what you're going to do with that information exactly. I am a huge advocate for doing regular life checks. I find the whole process really therapeutic and it helps me feel aligned and it keeps me on top of my goals and in line with my own values. So as the title suggests, we are going to differentiate the elimination aspect from the limit aspect. I find when doing this myself or when teaching it to others that we can have a look at our life and the main components of it and immediately kind of write off what we don't like or what we think no longer serves us when in reality we just needed to limit our time spent on them. This process also takes away the effect of feeling lack or overwhelm when doing this because you aren't necessarily taking away all the things you're used to but only the things that truly no longer serve you or give you joy or that you enjoy doing. So let's talk more about eliminate versus limit in a life check. When you're doing a life check, you're pretty much looking at three main things, your habits and routines, the people and places you see and go to, and your morals and values. The goal here is to have at least 80% of all tasks, hobbies, events, etc. to align with your goals and essentially your true self. So the things you believe in, the things you want to progress at and learn from and things like that. So for example, if you sat down right now and wrote down all your habits and routines, how many would feel aligned to you? Now, this might take more than just one journaling session or self-reflection session because sometimes we need to check in on exactly what habits and routines we have each day. You can look at things like if you have a morning routine or a fitness routine or certain eating habits or work habits, things that are both good and bad. It's important here to take your blinders and rose-colored glasses off when doing a life check because it's pretty easy to think you're looking at your life as a whole and You can be completely happy with it, but until you get down to the nitty gritty and actually dissect all of your habits and routines, you aren't really doing yourself much of a favor. Guaranteed, you have one or more habits and certain routines that you could tweak or eliminate. So here's how you determine what to do. Number one, you look at your habit or routine and see if it aligns with any of these five things your health goals your mindset goals, your career goals, your personal goals, such as relationships and bucket list things and stuff like that, and your values. 
Your values are things that drive your decision-making process and what characteristics and behaviors we deem right for us. Number two, if your habit or routine aligns with four or five out of five of these things, this is a good habit. You want to keep this in your life because it's driving you towards your overall goal or goals and feels good to you. If it aligns with two or three, this is where you can decide one of two things. One, is it possible to turn this habit or routine to a four or five out of five? And if so, how can I do this? Or two, how can I limit this habit or routine in order to make more room for things that are more aligned with where I want to be in my life? This is where the limit aspects comes in. As for the elimination, if your habit or routine is a one out of five, chances are it's not the best way for you to spend your time or energy and you should consider either eliminating it from your day-to-day or condense it and morph it into another habit or routine that you currently have and works for you. If this is all a bit confusing for you, I encourage you to pause this episode and write down the things that are aligning with you right now or that you feel will work for you. As with all of my advice, take it with a grain of salt. This method might work for you or it might not. But either way, this can be an important lesson for you to go, okay, this is something I can see myself benefiting from or if I change this aspect, I think I can use it for X, Y, Z. How often do you feel confused and unsure of what you're doing and where you want to go? One of the best things that Making Her Magic has to offer is the undivided attention and support to our community. For the first time this year, I am opening up one-on-one coaching spots to help you get clear on what you want and how you're going to get there. Together, we dissect and discuss what habits and routines will benefit you and your goals, and you'll create a vision for yourself that will soon turn into a reality with the tools and strategies we put into place. Apply today by heading to makinghermagic.com and head to the one-on-one coaching tab to send me a quick email with who you are and what you're wanting to work on. You'll get a free call before any transactions are made just to make sure this is the right fit for you at this time. I can't wait to hear from you all. There's limited spots available. So if this feels right to you, head to makinghermagic.com today. Anyway, I digress. The eliminate versus limit method is one that is used to incorporate more useful tasks into your day and to moderate the things that are holding you back or extending the progress from happening. So far, I've used examples of habits and routines, but this method stands for people and places also. I am the first person to read the room and decide who to stay away from and who to connect with and who's right for me, which I can confidently say is due to the deep connection that I have with my intuition. But if you find yourself in the cycle of seeing people or going places that perhaps are no longer aligned with you or your goals, or even just don't feel the way they used to feel, you can use this eliminate versus limit method to decide what to do with these things. Are these people or places helping or aligned with your health, your mindset, your career, your personal goals, or your values? You can use the same steps as I mentioned before to determine whether or not to eliminate or limit your contact with these things for the future. I know it's hard for some people to let go of certain relationships and places because we sometimes have a lot of great memories with them. And that's totally normal. I don't expect you to drop them immediately and kind of dust your hands off and say, I'm done. But 
I do encourage you to really understand what's best for you and to act accordingly. Life is way too short to waste time or energy around the people and things that we no longer feel connection to, regardless of the good things that once have happened. Memories are great to hold on to. You will always have those. But sometimes it's time to move on and find new people and places to make new memories with. You will never know what else is out there for you if you stay in your circle or usual places. Not to mention your mind and soul craving new conversations and experiences as well. I find the more that I travel around and meet new people and have different conversations, the more my brain feels alive. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like I can feel my brain lighting up with new ideas and new thoughts and perspectives and inspiration. It's so healthy to put yourself in new environments and this also includes online too. So switching up who you follow, see what else is out there beyond, you know, the usual people and the usual brands that you're used to. So they have the eliminate versus limit method by yours truly. I hope that you can take away at least one light bulb moment from this episode. I know sometimes that these things seem like common sense. Like, why would I be doing something that doesn't align with who I am or where I want to go anyway? But unfortunately, as you will find out, if you try this method, you are most likely victim of zombie life. Zombie life, meaning that you're going through the motions and not really taking notice of where it's taking you. Don't fall for everyone else's habits or beliefs either. It's super important to make your own decisions and know what's best for you at this time. And always, always be patient with yourself. Sometimes you might change your mind on things and that's totally, perfectly fine as well. Thank you again for listening to another episode. Please remember to share and leave a rating wherever you listen. Talk to you next time.